0: Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen.
1: Whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. This is my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider Man.
0: Ah, there we go. And everything old is new again. This is Douglas Viviani with the ever-ingenious David Cohen. And we are discussing... What? Comics and superheroes. Superheroes. But the what bo- about them? Well, I'll tell you this. The bottom line is that Tobey Maguire movie in 2002, Spider-Man, started the ball rolling, and, and he and that movie wields such great power at the box office that now it's left us with the great responsibility of sifting through all those that continue to come after it to determine their worthiness to be called Super. How do you like that? It was well-written, huh? Yeah. Did you just write that? Or I, I was that ad-libbed? I, actually, just ad-libbed. I just thought of that. The idea is, listen, that that movie was so great, it started an avalanche uh, right. of these movies. Yeah, you it, just said that. Yeah, don't, but you, every... You, you were perfect. Let's move on. No, don't we'll start rephrasing it. But I'm saying, every <laughs> summer we have a, a, a great new releases, and they're on TV now and in the movies. True. We had Avengers 2, which just, uh, you know, ate up uh, the, the, the recently, scenery. Yeah. It just... Everybody went crazy. Huge blockbuster. Let's just listen to a smidge of that just to remind you, because it's been a little while now already that it's been out.
1: People will look to the sky and see hope.
0: I'll take that from them first. It's called the Ultron program. Isn't
1: why we fight so we can end the fight and go home? nothing but our wit and our will save the world. So stand and fight. That's the best you can do!
0: I mean, huge actors, great names, great story. They built up the Avengers with their individual movies from the past. And this is the second Avengers movie. It's well-written, well-produced. It's, it's blockbuster, and we're not going to argue that. The question is... Is there something else that's being done with comic book heroes or superheroes other than these huge, big blockbuster movies? We'll explore that through the next uh, hour. So, so you're talking about superheroes who,
1: have, who are very popular and have these amazing powers versus the lesser known superheroes. Maybe they don't have such great powers, but
0: it's it, what makes those guys or those gals interesting, Right. And or are they interesting and can they fight a battle, figuratively speaking, at the box office against such movies as The Avengers 2, which, uh, I mean, listen, it may not have a lot of meaning to it, and that might be something we'll talk about down the line, but it had action, it had thrills, it had adventure, it had romance, it introduced new people, new characters. The Avengers 2. The the Avengers 2. I I just ask, what's what's that fellow's name, David Spader? Spader? James Spader. James Spader, right, that that played Ultron. What a trope tremendous job. You hear that intonation? Yes. It's the first thing I'll take from that. I mean, we deal great lines like that, uh, but it doesn't have, like we talked about in the past, uh, comic book uh, characters coming to life and, and some of them having some meaning to these stories. Right. And maybe that has something to do with, with, with with their success. The success of the Avengers two doesn't necessarily rely upon that. I would suggest it relies upon the individual characters, the actors and some uh, fun quips. If you douse me again and I'm not on fire, I'm donating you to City College. I loved you in a Christmas story, by the way. Textbook narcissism,
1: agreed. You know, the question I get asked most often is Tony, how do you go to the bathroom in the suit? Just like that. <laughs> Truth is,
0: I am Iron Man. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., uh. Academy Award-winning, nominated—I should say—actor. He really brings uh, the level of the acting up. But it's sort of like this is—I don't uh, know—Derek Jeter on the Yankees, and players like him uh, led through example. When a player was traded and joins the Yankees, he elevates his game for some reason, or at least his attitude, based on the fact that they're in this. Scenario, whether it be in a movie in the Avengers with Robert Downey or on the bench with uh, you know with Derek Jeter, by the people that surround them, and Jeter's not going to put up with nonsense. Uh, so that that dugout had a certain decorum and 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 elevated, I think, the attitude and therefore probably the play of many of the players. I wonder if Robert Downey does the same for that acting troop that's in the Avengers. That could be. I mean, he set the example. He showed, I think,
1: everybody what it's like. To play an interesting superhero, which he certainly did, so yeah, that that could very well be. And,
0: and comics certainly have fun to them, and so he he does lend some fun lines, but yeah. he also it's a thin line there because there's fun lines, but there's also stuff where you want to be serious about. Right. And so you, you like the Fantastic Four in the past. I think especially the second Fantastic Four movie that they made, it kind of went a little over the, the line of being too ridiculous and silly than taking these characters seriously. Right, right. You know? Now there are other famous
1: actors in the Avengers too. Uh, Obviously, Of course, none of them come to mind right now, but uh, when you need to think of them, you can't. But if I was one of them, uh, as, as you know, successful as I was as an actor, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. is doing something right. And I want to be successful like he is, so I'm going to fall into line. And I think that's an interesting point you
0: raise. I bet that's what happens. Thank you. I, uh, I try. It's, it's, part of the, uh, it's part of the reason why I do the show is to banter about these ideas and give it some legitimacy, <laughs> whether they have it or not. These ideas have to get out of my brain at some point, so they fall upon your ears, and uh, and I'm thankful for that. The, the other thought is that the Fantastic Four are coming out, or is coming out, August 7th. Again? Another. Uh, a brand new Fantastic Four. Now, if you actually have enjoyed it in the past, reading the comic, I think it might be um, suitably impressed with the quote of one of the producers of the Fantastic Four, which they're revisiting and rebooting, making it a little more serious, but listen to what he says. This Fantastic Four movie is sort of a celebration of all the Fantastic Four comics that have preceded it. We have elements from the original Fantastic Four that there's a sort of optimism and inspired quality to the film, and I can go on, but the idea is they're not getting the comic the comic right and i think that's what happens sometimes in the past fantastic 4 even they had the comic story there but they forgot the feel of these characters and mm. what these characters really are. They beca- became caricatures of themselves. Right. Sue Storm is so mad at Reed Richards because he doesn't pay attention to her. Like, that's <laughs> really not what that's about, but that's right. all you got from it. Right. right. You know? Right. Ben Grimm is so upset because he has scales on his body. Well, you know, there's more to it than exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that, um, that exploring this is, is fun, um, and we're going to continue to do this th- throughout. We, we love these movies, and they're not going away. My my question is, when you've got Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, you've got um, even Iron Man in a Hulkbuster outfit and he's battling the, the Hulk in, in this movie. What's Hawkeye and Black Widow doing in the same field of play? You know, like they don't have no superpowers at all. No, but they had a little tete-a-tete. I mean,
1: there's a little flirting going on there. So I guess there's some romantic angle to the movie. They threw him in there for that,
0: I guess. Right, but if you're on a team, like even Captain America is only the strength of ten men. You're up against a a god, you know, in theory of Thor or standing next to him, standing next to the Hulk, who's the strongest uh, in all of comicdom. I don't know. Um, There are other reasons why these characters are there for sure, but um, I don't know. There are sometimes that these lesser characters, as you point out, have other reasons uh, for being interesting, and interesting they are in all of these uh, these movies, and we'll take a look at that right after we take a listen to the Fantastic Four theme, the new theme, listen to the tone it sets you can see it's it is no comedy. <laughs> there's no comedy there at all no uh, and I think that's their interplay the are not punchlines, they're situations. And I think the Fantastic Four can be hugely successful if they stay on those lines. And you're the one to know, because you are um,
1: an amazing Fantastic Four fan. You have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, every Fantastic Four comic book except... The very first issue.
0: Yes, that is absolutely correct. Uh, although I did, they, they changed over recently to they rebooted it and I stopped at that point. Okay. And here's the idea. Uh, I will eventually get the, the number one at some point in my life. We'll see. It must see. be very expensive. Uh, it depends on the on the, uh, the quality and the condition of it. And quite frankly, at, at, in my view, I, I, at this point in my life, I don't care about the quality of it. I'll, I'll get the lesser uh, quality with rips in the pages and stuff just for the feel of it. But... Um, I think collecting comics is kind of hurting at this point because the internet has every comic on it. Hmm. They've you you can have any comic you want uh, your, your your you know tablet at any time reading through right. them, and I don't think people like any collection. Has to have, to have value, has to have people that want the, them. The kids growing up now are really reading their comics on their tablets, um, at least half half of them. They're not selling these hard copies and no one's keeping these hard yeah, copies. It kind of makes sense. I yeah. mean, it's going the way of newspapers and magazines. Everything is, is electronic now. Exactly. So that whole collections thing is gone. It, yeah. And now people that collected them, let's just say 20, 30 years from now, are going to be gone from the planet, 50 years, whatever. And no one's really going to want to collect an old antique collection. Maybe. The first comic or something, but not all of them. We'll be right back. You're listening to Everything Old Is New Again America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Welcome back to Everything Old is New again. We are talking comics and superheroes and the explosion this summer that we're experiencing of uh, comic book uh, hero movies and television shows. Uh, Before we can acknowledge and recognize what are the good superheroes and what makes a good superhero, I think we need to look at the opposite and see... Uh, that there are some failures And some bad superheroes um, We could first turn to theme songs And we just heard Batman theme song From the 1960s Now I think we've, we've done uh, A number of shows on theme songs and You can listen to those on our podcast if I you think that list. number was like 70 <laughs> yeah, oh, 70 shows So click on any of those On everythingoldisnewagain.biz And you'll hear the old replay of those shows And some of the theme of that Is that the most recent themes to these shows are kind of losing the narrative you're not hearing a song being sung so to speak you're just kind of getting a mood being set right and now i don't know if that's good or bad but let's just set the theme there first let's listen to a small compilation of some new and old theme songs and see if you can point out really the significant difference from say the 60s and 70s to now Yeah, you could see the. I hope you could see that. I'll let you know what they are. It was Batman from the 60s, the new Ant Man movie theme, then Superman, then Fantastic Four, which we had heard previously. We played it again. And then Daredevil, the new Netflix uh, TV series. Right. So you tell me what's your impression of old versus new on those theme songs? Well, Batman obviously was very different from all the
1: others. It was 60s, it was, you know, cool back then. Um, even the Superman and that, and that theme song was from the original Superman movie in the seventies. So even though that didn't have um, any singing, any vocals to it, it was it was instrumental. Uh, it was also like uplifting. You knew it was a superhero song, right? As as and instantly heard, recognizable. Instantly recognizable. The others, which are more current, like Daredevil and Ant Man and Fantastic Four, much more ominous, very dark, um, and somewhat suspenseful. So I think they're. I, I like them. I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing that we're not hearing this. You know, glorious. You know top ten hit kind of music for for superheroes. I like how it's setting the the mood for it because I think in a lot of cases um, the superhero movies, especially these ones about the superheroes who do not have these incredible powers,
0: um, really sets the tone for the nature of the show. All right, but the question then is, can you name, since 2002 when Spider-Man came out till now, uh, name or sing or hum the theme song to any, any superhero movie that has come out. I don't know, I just yeah. remember the one you just played. <laughs> but the, you know, I'm not saying it's good or bad. But you, <laughs> no, you can't. You I'm cannot memorable. identify. But what, any. So, but do you have to? I think you. I think you should. I think that it's part of the logo of of a of a movie is the theme song. I think it becomes. Godfather
1: a, had a theme song. All right. of them, you know. But when you watch, uh, I don't know if you're a fan of uh, Game of Thrones. I know. Yes. We're getting, but the, when the music comes on, you well, know that it's one Game I recognize. Yes, right. but these ones I, I don't. Necessarily, well, but they're not well, but you haven't. You know, yeah, but I don't really think they're really them
0: catchy. Lot. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. There is still exposition going on, but it's being talked now sometimes. Take a look at uh, Gotham, what they're doing on TV with there that. There be chaos. Rivers of blood in the streets. I know it.
1: My name's Bruce Wayne.
0: However dark and scary the world might be right now, there will be light Bruce. <laughs> So that's the, it's a little piece of how they started to introduce that show. Now they no longer do that. They just do the music again. Right. But I think TV is a little different, too. TV, I think you need
1: that that narrative sometimes or else you're not sure what, what you're watching. Right. When you go to a movie called The Avengers 2, you know pretty much know what it's about. Right. Uh, but even The Flash, you're not really familiar with it. Uh, or Gotham, you're not quite sure what it's about. I think that that
0: exposition helps yeah, a little Yeah, But I remember going to Star Wars and not knowing what it was about and there was no, no exposition and that was Fine because the music was instantly recognizable and then played on, or you know, instantly uh, you can identify with it and then you remembered it. Right. And it, I think it's a lost art, is what I'm trying to say. I think that, that they're losing, they're missing something with all this omnis Oh, everything's so terrible. I'm going to fall apart here. I'm really having trouble. I need I need Ant Man to help That's me. That's a narrative.
1: They're going to use that for Ant Man.
0: <laughs> You're going to use your voice right Speaking over of Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, there's. Everything's
1: falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> help me help, me. help me, Ant Man. <laughs> okay, coming (laughs) One
0: minute. (laughs) Uh, There are um, some really bad superheroes. Yes. And let's take a look at some of them. I have one here from DC Comics called. The Arm Fall-Off Boy. This guy actually wouldn't have his arm fall off. He would rip his arm off and hit you with it. That was his superpower. Was it written by a caveman? I mean, <laughs> it was like... The Arm Fall-Off Boy. <laughs> Absolutely lame. They're terrible. Do you
1: have any others? Well, it, along you the th- theme of the weird name, oh, yeah, right. th- there was one called Matter Eater Lad, and and he just he ate stuff. That oh. was his... Super, he ate metal. He ate any kind of... Li- basically anything, and I guess... I don't know what it did. It probably just scared someone watching him like eat a metal gate. I don't know. Yeah, and and the criminals. I don't know. I guess just threw their guns down and surrendered. I don't know.
0: (laughs) There's some potty humor there that I'll leave on the table. But uh, come on, no. What what is it? He's eating anything. He's eating anything. What could be ah? There you go. Um, There's another one that that (laughs) you you mean? Fill in your own eater lad. Fill in your own. joke there um, I just did did ma- you hear it yeah I wanted the, the audience to fill it. their own I did hear yeah, it, I, it was right, all right. Yeah. Marvel Comics I came up with one called the Doorman uh, and he was with the Great <laughs> Lake Avengers he could teleport himself anywhere it was tremendous however he could only teleport himself to the next room <laughs> that was it <laughs> <laughs> so if the burglar <laughs> ran out of the house, forget it. No, yeah. Uh, chase yeah, him as you far go. as the living room. That's it. <laughs> or you could go out like guess, you know, through the door without going through the door. Uh but yeah. Well another that. another one in that Great Lakes
1: Avenger where they oh, come up with you this go. stuff, it was Squirrel Girl. <laughs> who apparently, uh, you know, looked like a squirrel. I don't know if it was intentional or what, but she summoned up uh, other squirrels to, well, she wasn't a squirrel. She's, here I am struggling to, <laughs> to explain squirrel, girl. you could tell the significance of it. So she would summon up squirrels and the squirrels would, would attack and I guess bite you and give you rabies or whatever. A sort of an Ant-Man
0: kind of a thing because Ant-Man does that with Summons the ants. Summons up the ants, right. yeah. Well, not so good. No. Um, there no. was one here called Cypher, again, Marvel Comics, and that was... A member of the X Men, and his superpower, believe it or not, was he was able to translate any language. Whoa. That's it. Oh, that, that's it. That's scary. In Star Trek, we call that the Universal Translator. If you remember those episodes, right? But other than that, as we basically have that now. That super, but yeah, it's I mean, the,
1: I know people that could speak five languages, but they're not putting people
0: in prison, right? So, yeah. I mean, I guess right. if they went to a planet and someone didn't speak English, he would be there to. Well that's a, that's you know I would
1: also call him useful man. I mean but if he's not really <laughs> I wouldn't you know, call it fighting powers he's, either. No, he's just kind of helping you. <laughs> how about uh how about the red bee? Mm yes, he uh he had these red and yellow striped leggings, I guess as bees don't have i don't know but <laughs> right? he tried to look. anyway his super his superpower was he had a belt buckle and inside the belt buckle was a bee he named i think larry or something and larry the bee would come out and i guess sting you Oh, wow. And then would come back, uh, unlike other bees who would die, I think, after stinging. Uh, he'd come back into the belt buckle, and
0: that was, that was uh, the red bee. <laughs> well, the only other one that we have to mention is Robin. The guy has got no superpowers. He's got no utility belt. He doesn't have the brains of Superman, uh, Spy, uh, uh, Batman. He doesn't have the toys and none of the money. What does he have? He's got the red tights. That's it. What's he doing? He knew the right people. Yes. Well, with the Daredevil thing, we'll be right back.
1: Say, Charlie, why the arm and the sling? Yeah, I walked straight into that busted street sign in front of Frank's Automat. Well, you must have been really sore, Adam. You said it, pal. I said, say, what's a big idea making a fella trip out there? I was going to sock him right in a kisser. He's all wet. Why, you ought to sue him, Charlie. I have half a mind to do just that. But where am I going to get that kind of dough?
0: Say, I know a fella just got me out of a big jam, and he didn't now break the bank. back to, to America's entertainment yeah, pop culture talk show. Everything old is, is new Viviani. again, that's with right, Douglas Viviani and David Vivian. Cohen. Vivian. My name that's is what Barry I said. Allen. Viviani. The fastest straight man shooter. alive. That's
1: meow. His was was child, shot.
0: I saw when my money killed by something killed by impossible.
1: a bee's bees. My father now, went to prison for her murder. You have his number? You can then call him at 631-681-1910 or email him at VivianiLaw.com. I'm an ordinary forensic scientist. What, email? I use my speed to fight crime and find others like
0: me. And one day, I'll find who killed my mother and get justice for my father. I am the Flash. There we are, back at everything old is new again, discussing uh, the superheroes that we we love and uh, want to want to love and think about what's going on on television now and in the theaters with the lesser powered superheroes. Uh, I would argue, and and we can definitely have an argument over whether the Flash has superpowers... A.K.A. You know, Spider-Man, Superman, uh, Hulk. Uh, he definitely does. You know, he definitely does. I, I don't know. I, I, he 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 doesn't have. The, he, he's fast, but he still has no superhuman strength. So he can circle around you and hit you all all day long. But he's still, if you're a, a being from a you know that has like the Hulk, let's say, he's just he's still well, just you don't need, hit. But just because you're not strong doesn't mean you don't have good superpowers well right? I mean but how you how do you beat somebody like the Hulk and I think that's a subject of a you know a good story and they do approach that in the show which I think is terrific this show the flash just finished its first season and it's winning the ratings wars like crazy for c w right. uh, network it's it's their number one or two show it um talks about what we just talked about he 's learning his powers. he does have other things that other than running fast, so I, you know there is an argument there, and then he has this element of time travel because he 's so
1: fast right he can actually travel back in time so i think that 's a pretty powerful I understand the point you 're trying to make you know superheroes w- what 's the real story behind superheroes who, who don 't naturally have these incredible powers i just don't, i don 't think flash is the right one, but I, I understand where you 're going with it yes yes. And,
0: and I think that it's it's interesting. This show, I sort of gave a shot begrudgingly. I I had seen Grant Gustin, who's who's the actor playing the Flash in Glee, Glee. and I had seen uh, Jesse uh, Martin uh, in Rent, and I kind of liked them, but kind of eh, you know wasn't really. Neither of those shows were my thing, um, but you know that they're able to progress past that as actors of course and boy does this this show pay off the writing is so terrific it is it's Um, a great storyline and i think they're also i think they're sticking along i was never really a big flash comic book fan but i did look up a lot of what's going on and a lot of the characters are from the comic book they are so i'm wondering villains the villains are
1: yes Definitely. So, I'm
0: wondering if this, what, what they're doing this whole first season, uh, was part of the Flash's, uh, you know, story, backstory. I don't know. I looked that up, but it doesn't matter because here's one, whether it is the comic book following it or not, they're really doing a great job. They they had some fun with uh, time travel. Uh, they didn't have fun with it. I did. In the <laughs> show itself, they're having trouble with time travel. Right. Let's uh, hear what we got going on there.
1: Rare opportunity to go back in time and right or wrong. And, Save your mother's life. Uh, Quite the paradox Harrison has presented you with, Mr. Allen. This gift has unparalleled risk. Very the night your mother died, the night you saved yourself from being killed, that event altered the timeline you were already on and changed the course of history. So what you're saying is we're living in a parallel universe, just like when I time-traveled before. But he he only changed one day that time exactly now imagine 15 years of compounded experiences one different decision no matter how big or small impacts everything that follows nothing would be as it is today and you'd
0: never know the difference because you'd never remember any of it isn't that great? Uh, Dave was covering his ears because he didn't see the final uh, Such show. Such a geek. <laughs> I actually had to take the headphones off and cover my ears. Because I don't, don't want to give
1: it away. The, no, it's f- not really, the it, it's really just the
0: theme of time travel. They're saying that if you go back in time and change one day of your life uh, where you made a left turn and made yourself make a right turn, that could change everything in your life. And in The Flash's environment, so that basically happened. And... There's been 50,000 days or 50,000 decisions that he's made since then right. and could have all been different. So they're saying, what? Well, wait a minute now. I have the opportunity to time travel to make sure my mom doesn't die. And there's all reasons for that. We don't get into it. But the bottom line is save your mom from dying. But my present life will be completely different. No, and thanks, not, I may not know anybody that's Thank, in this room. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> you know no you're not giving it away not it's not giving anything away because right. it's the first two minutes of the show and then it goes from there all right um deciding whether to do that or not and what the effect is i think it's it's terrific so it does elevate in my uh estimation the flash to a superhero in the lexicon with this time travel stuff that's what did it did it for you the time travel that, that, the speed only, was not enough no all no right. speed is not doesn't do it at all uh, let's look at uh, ant-man and see what what if anything he does that's so special <laughs> (laughs) Imagine a soldier
1: the size of an insect, the ultimate secret weapon. And I believe everyone deserves a shot at redemption. Do you? Absolutely. My days of breaking into places and stealing stuff are over. What do you want me to do? I want you to break into a place and steal some stuff. Makes (laughs) sense. Ready to become a hero?
0: You're just a thief. No, a man, man.
1: I know, it wasn't my idea.
0: <laughs> so he even recognizes how ridiculous the name is, and the actor is uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, and he actually uh, helped to write the screenplay as well, which is right. interesting. So it sounds like they're putting a little comic twist on it, also. Which yeah, is and good. it has to be, and you yeah. cannot take this character too too seriously. Although in the uh, comics, they did he was he, a real he joined career. the Fantastic Four at one point when uh, Reed Richards uh, had to leave, and he became the head of the Fantastic Four, if you will. <laughs> he uh, he's a very smart guy in the comics. He didn't, there's two different Ant Men, but not to get too specific, Michael. Douglas is in that movie as well. Uh, Nothing too too, too specific about the comic book itself. This movie looks like it's going to be Terrific! I think it's going to be the right mix for this character, of fun and excitement and thrills and adventure. I really, but, but do. you,
1: you don't buy the concept of how could this be a superpower turning yourself into an ant?
0: And not really. Basically, what they describe it is he gets down really small, and by being small, he still has the the power of or the strength of him as a as a man. So compared to an ant at that size, he's like a bullet, or he's really very powerful. So he's not summoning other ants to, and he does have the ability. To summon other ants, he okay. rides the other ants to the rescue and, and so forth. Um, uh, with the days of compu- these days of computers, maybe uh, I don't know. We've, we've got some technology where you can't even, as an ant, get into a computer. But that was the thing back in the day that it could get. He could get into uh, some very small up places. Computers. Yeah. Right. So I don't know what they're going to do now, uh, but I think he's kept the sense of humor, which yep. is important. Uh, I think this is an interesting mix. But is it even interesting to, to hear a guy uh, with these kind of powers? How about another guy like Daredevil? what kind of powers does he have
1: bless me father for i've sinned it's been too long since my last confession i've been preoccupied of late with questions of morality right and wrong good and evil perhaps this would be easier if you tell me what you've done i'm
0: not seeking forgiveness for what i've done father A city a better place. Right, and this is the Daredevil. He has no real superpowers other than to have heightened senses. And we'll uh, listen to the Ant Man theme for a moment and discuss this uh, Daredevil when we get back. Yeah, so the uh, Daredevil doesn't have any real. Extraordinary. Well, see, powers. I don't know the
1: story, but I'm watching it on Netflix actually with the family. Really well done. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Yes, um, fabulous. The 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 actor playing Daredevil, great actor. He was in Boardwalk Empire for a while. Uh, British, as most actors are now on American movies and yeah, TV. Weird. Yeah. It's unbelievable how many are British. Uh, obviously, doesn't speak with the British accent, but um, yeah. So I'm, i I think they're really telling the story from the beginning. It's really interesting. I have no idea how he has these powers, I guess. They'll explain it at some point. Again, I'm more of a DC guy than a Marvel guy, so I should know the backstory, but I really
0: don't. Well, his first power is being an attorney, Uh, (laughs) believe it or not. Power of attorney? Was that a power of attorney, Joe? It it is, but he is an attorney. I appreciate that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Besides that, though, he... um, (laughs) You like that? Yeah, it's cute. Okay. He, He has the ability to sense things... Uh, And this is all he can do Is sense things uh, That your senses Other than your sight Can sense So his hearing is very good His sense of taste Which he never uses Is very good And his sense of smell Is very good Like extraordinarily good Right But that's it that's all. But he's, he's also got. like this this martial arts guy. I mean he could be So he supplements anyone. it by, and that's what he's learning. He learns the martial arts, and so he doesn't even have the outfit in the Netflix not show yet. yet right. Because he hasn't gotten to that point where he's um, mastered the the art. And the anymore. only thing that makes sense is his dad was a boxer, professional right. boxer, so maybe that's what But he's where he human, he has skills. nothings. But here's the right. thing, he's not battling Galactica. He's gonna be to- up against, you know, the, the Russian mob. And yeah, that's it. He's he's dangerous. in New York City. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Everything old is new again. We are uh, exploring the superhero and the ones that are not so super, like Daredevil, which we heard a little bit of the clip before the break. And um, his powers are basically heightened senses. And uh, he's learned some ninja moves, and that's it. But he's not claiming to be a superhero. Basically, basically, he's a crime fighter. Yeah, that's how he sees himself. And in the right. comics, they've kept him off of the Avengers or any other teams based on that, that he's really doesn't have a lot of stuff behind them. Hmm. But neither does when there's been crossovers, by the way, neither does Batman. And so when they've done right. a crossover with uh, Marvel and DC, they've kind of put, I, I if I remember reading this back in the nineties, I think if i read the book, it was Batman against daredevil, basically just huh. human beings. Interesting. So,
1: um, well, the Batman-Superman movie will be interesting because I'm not sure how Batman
0: could ever beat Superman. Exactly. I've got a great preview on that. Let's take a listen to what the preview for that upcoming movie release will be. Like,
1: Holy complications. Holy agility. Holy blackout. Holy missing relatives. Holy sudden incapacitation. Holy one-track back computer mind. Great as a ghost. Are you going to wear that outfit into the jungle? Holy understatements, Batman. Holy anagrams, what's the answer? I'll be with you in a minute, Mr. Kent. Thanks, Chief. Don't call me Chief! And is your name
0: Kent? No, sir, my name's Jimmy Olsen, Chief. Don't call me Chief! Holy pin cushions. <laughs> Holy human surfboards! Holy
1: detonation! Exactly, Robin. Holy haziness! Holy contributing to the delinquency of minors!
0: I guess you don't type as fast as you used to, huh, Chief? Maybe not as fast, but just as good. And don't call me Chief! Chief! Oh, there's a boy I want to see, Olson. Yes, Chief? Don't call me Chief. Holy known unknown flying objects. Holy
1: disappearing act. Holy unrefillable prescriptions. Holy catastrophe.
0: Holy astringent plum like fruit.
1: Holy human pressure cookers. Holy skull damn. Exactly, Robin. Wait till they get a load of me. Ooh.
0: A little bit of the sequel there with the possible the Joker at the end of that. It uh, sounds region. sounds amazing, Doug. Wow, <laughs> holy! would I, I this this what I couldn't figure out?
1: Holy astringent plum like root. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. one I don't either. remember. I don't even remember that episode. Oh, you're gonna have to go back and buy the box oh, set yeah. and watch it. Well, buy it. I have to, we'll I'll have to just <laughs> pop it in.
0: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that is going to be some battle of wits. Oh, it Between sure will.
1: Batman and Superman, because Batman's got Robin with the holy anything, and 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 Superman's Jimmy Olsen. So. Correct.
0: Don't call me. Call me not Why is that? I had to bite my tongue. Will you? Is it funny or not to anyone else? I, Don't you know, call me chief I think it became
1: like We, we had a whole show about it A <laughs> yeah. catchphrase It was one of the first TV catchphrases but Don't it's, call me chief
0: so pissed Like they, they go through their episode And it's just a natural progression And he calls him chief right. And they continue to talk And it finally hits him He just called me chief Don't call me call chief, me chief. Right. It's so fun. funny yeah. It's ridiculous But the real <laughs> Batman versus Superman movie Will be a lot of fun I will um, predict that Batman will win that battle Really? Yes, I. I you um, think there's going to w- be a winner and a loser? Like yes. you don't think there'll be a sequel? No one's going to die, but there'll be one one winner. Ah, yes, the he'll other, win a battle, and the other you right, and the other will limp away. Um, I want to just focus on another upcoming show that I think is so cool, uh, coming off of the heels of the success of the Flash. Is Legends of Tomorrow? Take a listen to their little quick promo.
1: But the hard,
0: inescapable truth is that sometimes we're not enough. Sometimes the world needs a team. You call this a team? A girl with wings and a past lives complex. A deceased assassin. A pair of criminals. And a billionaire with more tech than he clearly knows what to do with.
1: I know exactly what to do with it. Most of the time. And I'm half
0: a hero, and my other half is combustible. Savage's evil spans the course of history, so we will have to travel through time to stop him.
1: I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes.
0: You're legends you legends. Right. I love that. And then, of course, is, uh, is another English actor, uh, acting and, uh, as this character, Rip. Hunter, who is a uh, time traveler, brings this team that's introduced to us by The Flash and by uh, Green Arrow. Do you think that'll be, so that'll be like on an episode of The Flash next season? I don't know. There's going to be a crossover, yes. Right. Uh, Just as there's always a crossover once a year between Flash and Arrow, Green Arrow. Right. Um, So The Flash and Green Arrow start this team up. And then they go to their own series. Once in a while, though, I guess once a year, they'll come back. Maybe individually, maybe together. I don't know. But basically, the team is the Atom. Uh, Who's like Ant-Man, just makes himself really tiny. And he's also like uh, Iron Man as well, because it's all with uh, electronics. Yes. But he doesn't understand a lot of the electronics. Correct, right, right. Uh, Somebody else built it for him. Um, Captain Cold and Heat Wave, uh, two character actors from Prison Break, if you remember that show. Yes which Yes Very good uh, Exactly uh, Hawk Girl Which I haven't seen before Haven't seen TV. her before No uh, White Canary Which I, we've seen on yes. Green uh, uh, on arrow, arrow Right uh, Which is an assassin that Yes I think she's passed away and coming back to life. I forget our story there. And there's Firestorm, we've seen on The Flash. On Flash, right. So uh, the fact that that has time travel in it and, and they're going to uh, be fighting the greatest villain of all time, tongue-in-cheek, is, is really going to be fun for me. And none of these characters are, quote, superheroes with these huge superpowers. But there's enough powers in them as a team. Uh, and I think we go back to it, the original discussion is... To make it interesting. What right. makes these people interesting that don't have these tremendous powers like the Avengers too? Right. And and
1: again uh, this is DC, right? Yeah. So, DC, I think what they're trying to do, we talked about this in a prior show, um, is follow the success route of Marvel. So, you're not seeing Superman and Batman on TV. What you're seeing is, you know, these lesser known uh, superheroes that are more, much more story driven and
0: character driven than than what a usual DC movie looks like. Yeah, I'm watching The Flash, and I'm not going to give it away, but watching The Flash and the the season as it built, and it's an arc, and I love Love that idea that one episode can stand alone, but also is certainly it's connected like a puzzle right. to the next one. That the jigsaw puzzle is, is connected so beautifully in that last episode. Um, it, it's hit some. It's see, it's more than just having powers and defeating some villain, whether it be a crime fighter or whether it be some villain from out of space or someone else that has powers. It's about why you're doing it right. and how does it affect, affect other you. people's lives and, and your and, own. Right. And I think the Flash I'm surprised to say it the Flash really has captured the imagination even more so than Gotham which is so dark. I love it but it's real dark. Yep. Uh, Flash has got some dark but it's it's got some fun to it as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. not it's not dark and it's definitely it's violent. It's very violent but you know, definitely more family oriented than
0: than Gotham or or Daredevil, and and throwing ideas about time travel out there. And we're going to have to do another. Uh, you know, uh, think about doing like tons of shows on time travel. What well, we have already done. Yeah, uh, we, we've done. We've you get it? Sweet <laughs> uh, yeah, time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> was it successful? I don't remember. Um, it was like all that other shows. Are, uh, <laughs> they're on the podcast. They're on the podcast. Go tell us <laughs> if they're successful at uh, everythingoldisnewagain.biz. So we also then have Back to Marvel doing a sequel to... Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, you knew that was coming. That right? was that was a tremendous movie. They did a great job with yeah. that. And then you've got Captain America Civil War, which is another one that is really going to be a lot of fun. I'll just to give you an idea. Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Winter Soldier, Falcon, The Vision, Hawkeye, War Machine, Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man, um, uh, Crossbones. I don't know who that one is actually. Uh, the Hulk, the villain of Hulk that was the William Hurt character in one of the movies. Black Panther. I mean, it, it, the list goes on and on. Who's going to be in this uh, movie, Captain Marvel? I mean, this is... Co- you know something? who
1: Crossbones is? No. Uh, he's Captain Balzac from a previous show of ours. Oh, we're going to have to listen yeah. to
0: that. <laughs> we'll be right back.
1: Is this the end of their career as crime fighters? Can they
0: avert disaster? <laughs> Answers tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. If you need me, call. No matter where you are No matter how far Don't worry, baby Just call my And we're name back uh, Not next week We have one more minute Before I release you From your radio duties Of listening to everything <laughs> Old is new again um, Yeah, we are just saying About Civil War And how it, it, I don't know how they're going to have Enough lines for these characters To, to speak is going to be you know there's there's like about twenty characters in this movie. Oh, in the Civil War,
1: yeah. Is it is it a series of Civil War movies it or is looks, it a, It looks. By like the way, the Civil War was is a is a comic book theme. Yes, that, that Marvel had a few years back, right? Yes, it's got
0: sixteen characters in it. It's um, a cast of thousands. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing, and yeah, it's got a great. Um, Nick Fury's in it as well. It's got a, a great theme of, do these, uh, I don't want to give it away too much, but do these superheroes have to tell the general public, or at least the government, who they are? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are. Well, let's see, Like registering? Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, welcome back. Come on back, I should say. Anything old Zoom again name. next week. <laughs> I'll be there in a hurry. You don't have